Welcome to Realoran International Ministries Incorporated with Anne Elizabeth, where real people meet a real God. Welcome to Realoran. I am delighted that you are here today to take a look at the mark of the beast with me. This is a very important topic as it is coming in the future. You know, people like to know what's ahead, what's up, what's in the distance. Where are we journeying on earth into? And I can tell you, we are headed into the end times. The end times has been told to us by God, and it it refers to all of the happenings in the end of times before the earth is set on fire by God and a new heaven and a new earth in the ages of come have been created for us to dwell in as the people of God. So let's take a look at the mark of the beast. We know that the end times begins with a great falling away of the Christians. We know that the end times begins at the revealing of the son of perdition, as stated in 2 Thessalonians, that the Antichrist will be revealed. We will know who he is. The next thing in line is the rapture. The rapture is the catching away, the vanishing of the Christian that lived the life God commanded upon the earth. They are pure. They are obedient. They tell God they're sorry and do what's right along the path of life. They do life with God. And then we know after the rapture where the saints just vanish and the whole world is looking for them. It'll be on the news and every place. Oh my goodness, all of these people have vanished all over the earth. And we know that God has given us a photograph, a glimpse of his ability in 2020 with what is called COVID-19. International plague has landed upon the earth. God is calling all humanity back to himself and back to reality, to have their sins remitted by the blood of Jesus and to open the one book called the Bible that the earth has neglected to read for themselves. You know, it's such a foolish thing to walk through life and not know where you are, to not know that earth is next to the sun in between uh, Mars and Venus, and not to realize that this big planet was created by the creator that has laws and rules, protocols, and results. Uh, depending upon what, what we choose in life. And he has written all of this out for every human to know in the Bible. And you can study it in the King James Version, which is the purest form from the original Hebrew language and original Greek language. And we are all to do that. And uh, God has called us all back to that. And we know that after the rapture, the catching away of the Christians, and we can see where the whole world will find out that everybody is gone. All these Christians are gone. And oh my goodness, what they said was true. So what then happens? Well, uh, the wrath of God is poured on humanity, uh, beginning with the seven seals that open and in each seal brings forth wrath upon the earth. And then we have the trumpets sound 
And、uh, with each trumpet comes wrath upon the earth, and then we have the vials poured out. With each vial comes the wrath upon the earth. During the tribulation period,、uh, the Antichrist, the son of perdition, will sit in Jerusalem, ruling as God, and he will cause the whole world. To be deceived and to follow him and to receive a mark, the mark of the beast, and we're going to see this all the way through this lesson. What that is and what that means for you, you know, your first objective as a human being is to go in the rapture or to be ready upon your exit to enter into heaven, because you don't know if you're going to die first. Or will you go in the rapture? And so we, as intelligent Christians, as a wise human being, live in accordance to what God has commanded underneath His throne every day. And so, no matter if we die or we go in the rapture, we're going up. But if you die as a sinful Christian, and you die as someone that rebelled against God and said, "I don't need you. I don't want you." Then you will enter upon your death into eternal fire, and we know that to be left in the tribulation as a sinful Christian, that you have an opportunity, or as somebody that has rebelled against God all your life, to say, "God, I want to be yours. I now know this book, the Bible, that the whole earth has neglected, and I included. I know it's true." And so I'm not going to take the Antichrist mark that he is trying to give, and the mark of the beast is going to be his number six 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 that he will want to embezzle into your forehead or put a chip in your hand. And if you do not have that, the mark and his number is six six six, or the chip within your body, you will not be able to purchase anything. You won't be able to go to the drugstore. You won't be able to go to the grocery. You won't be able to go to the mall or any retail outlet. You won't be able to purchase anything online and have it special delivered, because you have to have his identity within you in order to purchase. And if you have the mark, if you take the mark, you have damned your soul eternally. Eternally into the lake of fire. There is no return in saying, "God, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have taken the mark," and it's too late. So just remember that you don't want to take the mark, and if you refuse the mark, you will be at war with the devil within the man called the Antichrist. But you will be persecuted and dragged away into underground facilities, or be beheaded, or whatever the case. But upon your death, you will enter into glory. So just remember that. Let's take a look at Scripture on this issue. It's a very important issue, something that you need to be aware of to avoid. Amen. Jesus is always bringing us truth for your life, for your salvation, for your improvement, for your profit. And we can see in the Book of Revelation, chapter thirteen. Beginning in verse sixteen, it reads as follows: And he, the Antichrist, 
causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, to receive a mark in their right hand, in their right hand or in their foreheads. And that no man might buy or sell, you cannot go to the store or purchase online, save he, except he has the mark, or the name of the beast, or the number of his name, 666. And so here is wisdom. Let him that has understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man and his number is six hundred three score and six. So God has warned us and told us about the future in order for us to prevent our ruin and eternity in separation from him in the lake of fire along with the Antichrist that ends up there. The devil, the false beast, the false prophet and the beast. And those are, that is the unholy trinity of the demonic kingdom named destruction. They are after the destruction of the human race, the devil. God's kingdom is salvation or life. God is after good for you. Okay. So God has told us about life and it is found in the Bible. I highly suggest reading it in the King James Version. The rest of the versions, many of them, have been tainted and watered down. You can go into Rialaron and study about that uh, in the Bible study named Bible Versions. So let's take a look at this. We know at the present time uh, there's computer-assisted biometric identification systems that are being developed rapidly and have been readily accepted into our society. Miniature computer chips using RFID, radio frequency identification technology, have already been embedded with within electric appliances, retail goods, livestock, and human beings. This is not tomorrow's science fiction. It is happening today. In many parts of the world, there are human-implanted RFID microchips being used to help diagnose Alzheimer's disease, mental illness, diabetes, and heart problems. It also helps to prevent kidnappings. In the near future, this type of biochips will be widely accepted and implanted for personal identification, protection, monitoring, tracking, commerce, and other uses not yet imagined. Unfortunately, such biochips store personal identification and the information generated from its use will be stored and maintained in a computer database. Your body becomes a tagged asset that is monitored and whose behavior will be tracked. Implanting the microchip in the body alters, alters a person physically mentally, and ultimately spiritually. The problem that arises from the use of the biochip in humans 
is more than an aesthetic, medical, political, or legal issue. And we know that Satan works in the world and he shapes people in society to achieve his goals, which is human destruction. God's goal is human profit and success and glory into eternal life. Knowingly or not, Antichrist will force people to follow and obey an agenda that appears to be in the best interest of its people. He is a deceiver. Satan has deceived the whole world. The Bible tells us so. But in the following, the pattern of human history and man's rebellion to God, this will bring about pain and suffering until Christ comes again. That is found in Revelation 13, beginning in verse 14. And deceives them that dwells on the earth by the means of those miracles which he had power to do in the sign, sight of the beast. The Antichrist will be doing great miracles and he will be deceiving people because he will sit in Jerusalem as God doing false miracles with a false message because he is a false prophet for the destruction of mankind and their eternity and the lake of fire. Do you see? And that's not what God wants for you. God wants good for you and you to inherit all in life and in eternity. So the, the, the whole thing is about sitting there. He deceives. He rules. He does false miracles and he will want you to get the mark of the beast. He even will be killed, but he will be raised to life. This is in order to deceive you. It's a counterfeit for what Christ did. And so we, we need to be very careful about that. And we know that a time is coming. It's up ahead when society and lives will be ruled by a self-imposed system where mankind is monitored, analyzed, measured, and evaluated by computers. In those times, anyone who refuses to accept this system will be tortured, then killed. So we can see what's up ahead. And so even knowing just a glimpse of what's ahead, what kind of life should you live as a wise human being that wants the best for yourself as God wants you to want the best for yourself? The number one thing on your list should be to love your own soul. And to love your own soul is to know Jesus, to know the word and to obey him into glory all the way out of here. Do not forfeit your life and your eternity over to the kingdom of destruction with Lucifer in the lead. He is a deceiver. He's a tricker. He's a marketer. He's a seducer. And once he reels you in, he will destroy you, which is his goal. We also know that there will be a formation of a ubiquitous society. We are moving towards a ubiquitous 
Tikris society where people from all walks of life can access anything, anywhere, anytime, regardless of time, regardless of location. The implementations of RFID technology in retail stores is one example. It is estimated that the majority of retail merchandise will use RFID technology very soon and will replace barcodes, which have been used for the past 30 years. What drives such development is the belief that all will live safer, easier, richer, and more enjoyable lives by using technology to manage everyday aspects of daily lives. In a society that craves automated financial management, instant communication, and security, it is not a far stretch for RFID-enabled biochips to be implanted into the body and eventually replacing currency that is easily stolen, lost, or hidden. We know in the near future all people will be required to have a biochip. All economic operations will use this chip, thereby replacing today's unit of monetary exchange. There will be a privacy invasion and freedom will cease to exist. A charismatic leader who is the Antichrist, the devil within man, will rule the whole world through a system that is interconnected and interdependent. The mark of the beast in the human body must not be received. Let's read this in the book of Revelation, chapter 14, beginning in verse 9. And the third angel followed them, saying with a loud voice, If any man worship the beast and his image and receive his mark in his forehead or in his hand, the same shall drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is poured out without mixture into the cup of his indignation, and he shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the Lamb. And the smoke of their torment ascends up forever and ever, and they have no rest day or night who worship the beast and his image, and whosoever receives the mark of his name. Do not, do not receive the mark of the beast, or you will be a resident in the eternal lake of fire forever, separated from God in torment night and day. Revelation 16, 2. And the first went and poured out his vial upon the earth, and there fell a noisome and grievous sore upon the men which had the mark of the beast, and upon them which worshipped his image. You do not want to take the mark, and you do not want to worship the devil. 
Accepting the mark of the beast is the irreversible act of selling your soul to Satan. This sin is unforgivable and cannot be reversed by physically reversing the mark. Your soul belongs to God. Therefore, if you receive the mark of the beast, you then will belong to Satan. Not a good idea. Not a good idea. Not a good idea. And if you receive the mark of the beast, you are willfully putting your faith in, in man and not in God. You will run around and worry about yourself because you don't have faith in God. Have faith in God and let him provide for you. Do not run in fear. Because if you do this, you are actively choosing to live a separated life of love and every wonderful thing with God for all eternity, which is utterly foolish. God does not want you choosing hell's path. God does not want you devoured by the kingdom of destruction. God created you to be with him forever in heaven in all the ages to come and all the wonderful things that God has made for those who love him and are called according to his purpose to be in his family. My question to you today is a very important question. Have you received Jesus Christ to be your Lord, which is your boss and your savior, which is your rescuer, which is your deliverer, which is your health giver, which is he gives you all the things he is. Have you received him today and come out from the kingdom of hell? We know in the book of Romans chapter 3, 23, it reads, We've all sinned, for all have sinned, and come short of the glory of God. But God gives us a way back to himself. We say, Father, forgive me. I have sinned. Please wash my sins away. Remit them by the blood of the Passover lamb, Jesus Christ. Give me your Holy Spirit that will come and live on the inside of me and give me power to obey you and to become your son and your daughter upon this earth. Give me the book of life, the Holy Bible to read and come alongside me to teach me who you are and who I need to be and about life and existence and lead me in the paths of righteousness for your name's sake, until you bring me into glory for all eternity. I want you to remember that money isn't everything because we cannot come to God by, you know, bringing him things. We come to God by bringing him the truth. God, I am lost without you. I am nothing without you. And I know that in you is everything I need for life, and everything I need for godliness. So I don't need to run around and worry about money and provision as the Antichrist wants you to and to get the mark because he, he claims you won't have anything unless you do. But God is God and God is supernatural.
And God provides for us in wonderful ways that you would never even think of, for he, he alone is the creator, and he creates for you as you walk forward with him in life. We need to believe that, you know, Jesus is for us, and God, he so loves you. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, and whomsoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And, you know, Jesus has prepared a beautiful place for you and I. The name of that place is heaven. I got to go into heaven in the year 2001. For any of you out there that haven't read my book, Real God, you can find that on www.realaron.org. And it takes you into a, a wonderful story, an amazing journey I had with the Lord. And John 14.3 reads, I go and prepare a place for you. I will come again and receive you unto myself that where I am, there you may be also. Heaven is a glorious place. And you know, there's nothing to, to, to be concerned about, uh, when you think of death. You don't need to worry about dying as a Christian and in a right relationship with God. And you might be lying there tonight thinking, you know, I've lived all my life for myself and I'm dying and I have to face God. And how do I do that without fear and dread and, and terror gripping me? You just say, Father, forgive me. I have sinned. I come to you in need of forgiveness. I come to you in need of my sins remitted. I want to be your son. I want to be your daughter. I want to go to heaven. I want to be yours. That's all you have to say, and it's done. So don't wait for tomorrow. Take him for what, what he is and enjoy him. And so we, we realize that life is a journey. And as a Christian, you want to live with God on earth. There's no greater person to have in your life than the Trinity. And John 14, 23 tells us that when we walk with God and talk with God and we read his word every morning and we honor God and when he says not to do something, we don't, you know. And, uh, you know, that blesses him, his heart. He sees people that respect him. He's a very respectable God. And he will turn you, yes, you, into a respectable person one day at a, at a time. He is the great carpenter. And you are his masterpiece. Good night. Ron International Ministries Incorporated appreciates all of its faithful covenant partners and wishes each and every one of you a beautiful life with Jesus. Please visit Ron today at www.rielloron.org.